0: Welcome to the One Life Maps Podcast. Here's your host and co author of Listen to My Life Maps for Recognizing and Responding to God in My Story, Sharon Swing.
1: Greetings, everyone. This is Sharon Swing. I'm your host of this podcast. This is episode number two, and I am here with Sybil Towner and Joan Kelly and we just want you to get to know us a little bit and what we are going to be talking about on this podcast. So, Sybil, why don't you introduce yourself real quick? This is Sybil Towner, the co-author of Listen to My Life.
2: Hi. I'm uh, just delighted to uh, be a part of this uh, foray into just speaking about life story. And uh, I have been involved... In life story for as long as I've been alive. But my interest in it really began to emerge in my late teens as I was trying to uncover my own story and what was the purpose for my life. And uh, that hasn't stopped, and it's extended itself to other people, helping them find out what was God's purpose for their life and What would they do with the things that happened to them that were good? What would they do with the things that happened to them that were not good? And uh, how could they move in some freedom and life and goodness uh, no matter what? And then how did all of that connect with God's story? And what is he really trying to do in the world that I'm living in here and now to extend his kingdom? So that's just been a lifelong journey, and
1: uh, well, I know that when I met you, you were the director of spiritual mentoring at a large church that we both attended and uh so that was one expression. What have been some yeah. other expressions of and and
2: that one is really that one's interesting because it was that came out of listening to someone's story, and uh, then she asked me, "I want you to teach other people how to listen to someone's story." And, uh, so I was involved in, um, camping with, the uh, dads and daughters and helping them get in touch with their story and how that impacted the way they were with their daughters and in really doing some work on their own stories so they could engage their daughters in more life giving ways. Mm. Um, I also, uh. Loved working with the 20-somethings because it's the first time they're trying to say, who will know me? Who will I know? And what's the purpose for my life? And I just felt if you reflected on the first two decades or two and a half decades and really looked at the places that you needed to be grateful for, and then do the slow and important work of forgiveness in the places where life had not gone well, either by what you had done or what somebody else had done. And then, you know, as I got older, I just began to see that the boy or girl you once were, you still are. And so <laughs> people hadn't really resolved those issues. And God waits, grief waits, um, good things even wait until we pay attention. Mm -hmm. And there is a line by uh, Kurt Thompson, I think that just strikes me, is helping people, and particularly in their stories, pay attention to what they're paying attention to.
1: Okay, so right now, you are equipping spiritual directors through the School of Sustainable Faith. Yes. And you're very active with Listen to My Life and, uh, and One Life Maps that, that we're involved in together. And you're a spiritual director as well. And all of those things are so true to who God made you to be in those initial questions. Right. And I am um, so glad that we get to sit around the table together yeah. to have these conversations. I just can't wait. So I'm going to ask Joan uh, Kelly... Uh, our Director of Facilitator Development for One Life Maps, to introduce herself um, and just what her interest in life story is and some of the things that she does. And then we're going to get into the conversation of what is life story as a spiritual practice? Why do we even use those words? So, um, Joan, why don't you go ahead?
3: You know, as I think about this, I remember um, really the first time I experienced um, the maps was in a class Sybil was teaching with a friend of ours, Susan, and it was called, I think the class was called Authentic Listening. At mm-hmm. least that's what I remember. And we did the My Life Story Map. And um, and then out of that, I realized, like, oh, this feels, something's different here. This feels like a piece of who I am, the listening piece, the story piece. And then, you know, really out of that, um, continued on and doing some of the work of the maps. And I remember getting to the point where I was kind of crafting, like, you know, what do I really desire in life? And how has God made me? And there was this piece in there about really connecting the dots of people's stories, connecting the the dots with words or thoughts or processes, whatever it might be. There was just that, that piece of who I was. And that really came out of my work um with the maps and that's continued to come out with my expression to the world in that of um, i'm a spiritual director as well i lead solitude retreats on a regular basis i do some teaching and that's the part that really is my heartbeat is helping people connect where's how's their story connect to god's story and where is where is god out in that how do they how do they recognize and respond to god um, so that's that's been a piece of my journey with story.
1: Yeah, and we're so all intertwined in mm-hmm. all of these parts and pieces at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sybil is is someone who has impacted so many people, but the that there are many of us that are in this work intertwined in some way. Um, with Sybil and the the thread that's gone through her life and the ripple effects mm-hmm. um, as well, and so for me, uh, Sharon Swing, I am uh, I came to life story work just because of the fact that in my twenties, th- about three different times, I came across just kind of doing like a timeline of my life, and every time I did, some things made sense that didn't make sense before. And at one of those points, I was doing my master's in organization development, and I'm, I was sitting on a rock overlooking, <laughs> I was in Vancouver, and I had come across Peter Block, and he was teaching one of the sessions. And, and he was asking many deep philosophical questions, and he wanted us to write our vision and mission statements. And I wrote my vision statement. It would, I actually didn't write it. It, it. it was given to me. I was quite sure that it had just been given. And my vision statement is to be a catalyst for generative change, and my mission statement is to help people articulate their intentions and live them out. And um, I came to a crossroads in my thirties, and and uh, long story short, ended up doing some life mapping work again. At the same time, I had uh, I was in relationship with Sybil, and uh, this life story work came to life in a new way because it was connecting God's story with my story or my story in God's story, being found in God's story in a way that hadn't been as clear and apparent and that I couldn't have communicated previously. So I'm trained as an organization development consultant and a coach and uh, have been working with this life story stuff. We, We actually started the idea actually, started brewing in 2001 and um so listen to my life maps for recognizing and responding to god and my story is the are the materials that that we work with that Sybil and i co-authored and cannot be remiss to not mention the the work of rebecca madden with us in Amen. the midst of this who is uh who is pastoring in uh in atlanta at peach tree presbyterian and uh that this, that the materials wouldn't have happened without her uh, is an understatement. <laughs> uh, we, it would have stayed an idea <laughs> if that was the case. And so we do have these materials called Listen to My Life, Maps for Recognizing and Responding to God, My Story. And all of this life story stuff has all of these interconnected pieces with Life story and spiritual development. That's the intersection of which all of these podcasts are going to be revolving around. But you cannot even believe how many different um, beautiful journeys there are, side roads, <laughs> uh, that, that uh, all somehow connect to this main highway. So spiritual development and life story, or or life story as spiritual practice is what we're going to be talking about today. So, Sybil, why don't you say something to start out with about uh, spiritual practice. What is spiritual practice? Well, a spiritual practice is actually
2: what is the byline of what we have named the maps, because there are many people who do life mapping. And and actually, when uh, Sharon and I first... Found a model that we wanted to, um, that was attractive and had good adult learning. It was really life mapping to design your own destiny. And we had both lived enough life to realize well, I don't think that's true because there are things in life that happen to you that you did not desire. Design or uh, would never have put into the destiny right. of your life. And as I often say, it is is we are not the center of the universe. <laughs> right. So um, so anyway, we began the journey of saying what would it look like to really um, enter the space where we looked at our stories and the way we look at our stories and then invite God into that place. And the way that um, uh, N.T. Wright says it, he says, and sort it all out. God is sorting it all out. So I think of a lot of us in our life story, it's packed in a variety of closets. The closet of our childhood home, however many homes we had, and the closet of our apartments, et cetera, or another home, and some of it's packed in boxes in storage closets that we pay money to just keep it there in case we need it. But we have no idea what's really there. It's just kind of a fog.
1: Or the story that's being told through it.
2: Yeah, and so it's pulling those threads out and actually, I would say, facing ourselves. And because um, Karen Maines in Tales of the Kingdom says we are our own worst enemies, and facing ourselves is facing our worst enemy, Mm -hmm. and that is a part of what the evil one tries to get us not to do
1: Until it's too late, right? I think of the Screw Tape letters, uh, C.S. Lewis' work, and uh, that particular book is just such a beautiful expose of um, how how the evil one—in this case, there's some demons involved in this fictional account—that are just messing with a with a normal human, and basically, Mm -hmm. their main strategy of keeping this guy off track is to keep him um, not self-aware to keep his self-awareness level low enough and to just distract him enough. That's all it takes is a little distraction. And we can be off just not even realizing that that nagging sense that is inside of us is really God calling us to be who he made us to be.
3: Right? I mean, he's wooing us. He's inviting us to... You know what is it? Matthew eleven says to keep company with him, and as I think about spiritual practices, you know they're they're the the means by which we keep company with him, and that we engage with him, that we listen to him, that we talk to him, that we work with him, and why not let yeah. our stories be the way that
2: we do that? So right? what we're doing is we're giving him access mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to and all we're opening those ourselves up right, yeah, and then the beauty is in the process of listen to my life. You begin to document. Mm-hmm. And you first begin with data that you know. Maybe you don't sort of remember deep feelings or their experiences that just are forgotten. Kind of like when you have surgery and they put you out and you have no idea what happened. Well, we all have those experiences in life as well. But even looking at those and saying, he was there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm able to put a spot on my map, regardless of what I remembered, he remembered, mm-hmm. and he knows. That is incredibly comforting, and it helps me even take in that part of my story that I may never really mm-hmm. retrieve well you
3: start to see that there's this other storyline going on. Yes. <clears throat> that um it's not just my story. There's God's right. story and I'm connected to that somehow. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and this this thing that like you were saying, Joan, to do it with God, to to join him in the story he's telling, mm-hmm. to be in the flow of his love and his purposes of what he's trying to accomplish in the world, which is to redeem and restore and to love and mm-hmm. and and we're invited to join him. We're not talking about a taskmaster who is um, who is harsh and and demanding in a way that's just like he wants to just give us marching orders. This is he wants us to discover the beauty of who he made us to be mm-hmm. and join him in his redeeming and restoring and loving in the world and yeah the subtitle of listen to my life the materials is recognizing and responding to god in my story and that becomes a way of life that is a a spiritual practice where life story is spiritual practice because we're living aware we are coming alive to the interactions of god's presence in us and through us and around us and in the people around us. And when when we are living just heads up to that, life becomes an adventure that is not mundane. No. <laughs> but this is a new way for people to think right. about this whole
3: thought of life story as a spiritual practice. Well. It's going to generate a whole lot of conversation around the table because a lot of people are like, ugh. I've been there, done there. I met with a counselor years ago. I've, I've looked at my past. I don't want to go back there. Um, I just had somebody last week tell me, why would I want to look at that? That's over. That's done. Mm-hmm.
2: Because there is beauty yeah. in the ashes. But they don't see the, the connection. Yes. And, They've uh, never thought about it. I'm, I'm telling you, one of the most beautiful places, and some of you may remember it, but Mount St. Helens, when the volcano Mm -hmm. And absolutely the beauty that has come forth out of those ashes. Mm -hmm. Well, we all have some volcanoes. Mm -hmm. And uh, that there is beauty in them, but we need not go into that space alone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's really where the evil one, the father of lies,
1: would send us into isolation. Right. The the piece about going into our past, because life mapping is not just about our past, it's past, present, and future. Right. And our past, however, we don't even, if we're not aware of what we're taking from our past and what's active in our present, um, when we haven't sorted out our past to decide what we're going to take with us and what we're going to leave behind, we end up living out of... Ideas and feelings, and these like almost like ghosts whispering to us <laughs> in the background, just the murmuring in our ears about you know some event from our past that told us who we are. That isn't true from God's perspective. That we need a way to be able to see ourselves through God's eyes. So we tell ourselves stories from our out of our past about um, who we are, who God is, and how the world works that are sometimes very useful and sometimes not at all useful and so so many times we're working we we have people enter into this listen to my life process that are still listening to broken stories that they've been handed
2: well
3: and they're unaware of who's really narrating the story Right, and it's not like
1: our parents had it all together. Or that their parents had it all their together. Their parents had it all together, or their parents had it all together, and we're all parents, mm-hmm. and we know we didn't have it all mm-hmm. together. We didn't hand our kids perfect stories. No.
2: <laughs> but we did have the privilege of handing them a story where there is someone who is at work making all things new. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that aspect of that continuing invitation, and and for many of us, uh, I th- I look back and I say, all of us have been wounded in some way. And what Dan Allender would say, even by the boring home or beautiful home we lived in uh, that didn't have a lot of purpose. So, um but the wounds of God create a longing for something more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think, listen to my life as a tool to explore that spiritual practice and really hold all of your story, um, even the fragments you don't know, but hold it and let you see it in a whole new way. Mm -hmm. Um, And an important part about this practice is your work. Then another important part of this practice is that you speak it Mm -hmm. and that you're listened to. If you just do the work, I I think there's a gift in that. There will be some noticings Mm -hmm. in that. And uh, God will use whatever we open to him. But the fruit of it is really being listened to. Because the way we speak it in the presence of another, there is a healing work that goes on because God is community. He is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And so for us to try to figure out our lives by ourselves, even when we want to do it for him, is absolutely not who we are. We are built for community. Mm-hmm. And so being listened to
1: is critical to this work. And listening is also a spiritual practice. Because in being listened to, we can listen to ourselves. And best case scenario, we can listen to the Spirit. We can listen to the Holy Spirit Shaping and nudging and, and and helping us to question things that need to be questioned, mm-hmm. reaffirming things that are true, um, helping to heal and redeem and restore in ways that are quite amazing. And all of us do listening work. Um, we do some virtual classes with Listen to My Life, and right now we just finished um, finished a class and so I do one-on-one coaching sessions with everybody when we finish and I'm in the midst of doing that and just the listening is holy ground and I know that you would agree in the in the spiritual direction work that you both do that there where two or more are gathered God promises to be in our midst it says in the scriptures and and boy When we do this work, we get the opportunity to know that that's true. And people that listen to one another using Listen to My Life, for example, they don't have to be uh, professional listeners, but we do have listening guidelines that we'll talk about at some other point. But this thing about about being listened to and listening, uh, being present in the midst of that is such an incredible blessing. Because it's about knowing and being known. Mm
2: -hmm. And that is what we have been built for. We've been built to know God. We've been built to know ourselves. We've been built to know others. And actually, we've been built to engage and know the creation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is what God is restoring through Christ. That is what was broken in the garden. And that has been the journey through the scriptures To be able to unpack that and the fullness of it came in Christ. Mm -hmm. And then the birth for us all came through the Holy Spirit. So now we saw the movement of the Father, the movement of the Son, and the movement of the Holy Spirit.
1: And life story work is about helping us to understand those stories in a way where we realize that they are true in our lives. That the here and now of how God works was documented in these stories, but He works in our lives right here, right now, in this redeeming and restoring and healing kind of way. That the story has themes, and not only do they continue through our lives, but we have to realize that there is is they. they We've used the word meta-narrative. sometimes it's the bigger story mm-hmm. of what's going on. and to to see ourselves as a part of that story and also to be found by it. yes, to recognize that these biblical stories, not only do they have some they have truth in history, but they sometimes sometimes more importantly, they have truth in our own lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes. That's pretty <laughs> exciting. I mean, just to
3: think about that. I mean, when the light bulb yes. kind of goes off for each of us as we look at our own stories, right? Because
1: otherwise, otherwise, the Christian faith is is could could turn into a history lesson.
2: Yeah, yeah, right. and it's so. But not. taking it beyond that, in that discovery, it is for the sake of others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, really, what? Um, what the mystics saw is they saw god in everyone mm-hmm. and that's the work when you begin to see the work and the movement of god in yourself your eyes are open this is the blindness that one of the blindnesses that uh, jesus was talking about mm-hmm. that isaiah talked about mm-hmm. i've come to open the eyes of the blind right to see ourselves to see God to see others and to see the world in a new way um, is uh, is his invitation every day and that aspect of responding it's it's a daily it's a more than daily yes mm-hmm. to him mm-hmm. it's an it's an a practice of, yeah outflow right? of who we are yeah. yeah and and it doesn't mean that our life will be perfect. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that hard things won't happen to us.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Doesn't mean that we won't get fired from a job. We won't lose somebody important to us. It means that he is with us in all things, and it allows us to face those carefully and slowly, and he will be with us that all circumstances then allows us to embrace everything in life and know there's no place that he will not go mm-hmm. and
1: has not gone. Yeah. And in these places where we recognize and respond to God in our stories, in the here and now, in the midst of listening, we, we are able to hear the invitations of God and to, to join him and those invitations that stir in our souls, that ignite something in us, that help us to come alive, to to recognize and respond to this invitation to life that is truly life, um, and that's what we want to be talking about on these podcasts. That's the kind of life that we want to, to be awake to, to stay awake to, and to keep talking about it in ways that hopefully will have a lot of good ripple effects in mm-hmm. people's lives. So whether or not you've ever encountered, encountered One Life Maps, which is the organization of, that, that publishes and equips people to use Listen to My Life Maps for recognizing and responding to God and my story, whether or not you're connected to that, particular piece of work, this podcast is going to take us on some interesting journeys um, to be able to explore these various different topics in different ways in various conversations. And we're going to be inviting some people in, some ordinary people, Everyday people that uh, that you may not expect have extraordinary stories that may have mapped their life uh, with Listen to My Life. People that are um, some authors, some pastors, some people that, that we want you to hear their story as a part of God's story and how they got found in the midst of God's story. That's what we're here to do. And uh, so I can't tell you how excited I am to... Just envision the journeys we're going to be on because we're going to decide to have these conversations. Mm-hmm. So, Joan said, "Well, thanks so much for uh, for uh, being in this together. Mm-hmm. Um, wouldn't want to do it without you. That's that's for sure. And for all of those of you that are listening, um, find a way to uh, not rate and subscribe." and to actually review this and pass it on to others. Um, be part of the ripple effect if you, if you like what you're hearing here, um, to pass it on. And also let us know if you have any suggestions for what, we, what you want us to be talking about, any questions or any particular stories that you think need to be told. So, and I would just say explore the website. Oh, yeah, onelifemaps.com. Go there, please. <laughs> <laughs> we work really hard to uh, to keep that looking good, yes. and uh, it's, in the, it's, it's in a reconstruction process. And uh, so be patient with us, but we're doing the best we can back here pedaling in the background. Well, we're just glad to be with you. This is exciting to get started. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: This podcast is sponsored by onelifemaps.com, creators of unique visual life-mapping materials titled... Listen to My Life, maps for recognizing and responding to God in my story. Go to onelifemaps.com to purchase your Listen to My Life portfolio of visual life maps. While you're there, check out our upcoming virtual coaching groups, live workshops, and options for you to facilitate the Listen to My Life experience with others. That's onelifemaps.com. O-N-E-L-I-F-E-M-A-P-S.com. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast with others. You can help support this podcast and the work of One Life Maps by supporting us on Patreon. Go to www.patreon.com slash onelifemaps to pledge $5 or more per month and get weekly audio meditations to help you recognize and respond to God in your story. Thank you for tuning in to the One Life Maps podcast. Until next time, make the most of this one life that you've been gifted.